As a life coach, author, speaker, and trainer, Marianne's purpose and passion is fueled by her desire to see all women from coast to coast live life on their terms. Her guests will provide you with real life tips and strategies to inspire and empower you to create change. Welcome to Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I am your host, Marianne Rivera Dannert, known as the Fearless Living Coach and Career Research Strategist, where my mission is to equip women with strategies to silence their insecurities, build healthy boundaries, and fearlessly pursue the life and career of their dreams. Today, I am joined by one of my co-author sisters in our new anthology, Confident Woman Rise. So take it away. Tell us your name and a little bit about yourself. Good morning, everyone. Uh, Marianne, I would like to say, first of all, thank you for this opportunity. Um, I love what you're doing and what you stand for. And I mean, it's just awesome to be on your platform. My name is Robin Hughes. I am the CEO of R. Hughes and Associates and also the editor in chief of R. Hughes and Associates magazine. I'm originally from Indiana, but I now reside in Dallas, Texas. And what we do is we actually help minority women and small business owners get certifications such as MBE, WBE, DBE, and various other certifications that help them get it, get in front of those exclusive buyers to be able to purchase their goods and services. It's really a big deal. It's a game changer that can help them grow their revenues and give them that exposure that they need to take things to the next level. In our Hughes and Associates magazine, it gives them that opportunity to get another platform and be able to buy from their, you know, buy from other small businesses just like themselves. And it's important that we support one another. So that's what the magazine is all about. And um, I'm very, very happy about that. And would love to find any whoever's interested can always get in touch with me and be featured in the magazine to promote their goods and services. Awesome. Awesome. So what occurred in your life or what did you see that was missing that allowed you to go down this path? I'm, I'm, I'm that type of person. I always say, I don't want to live someone else's dreams. Mm. So at the end of the day, if we're putting are all into an employer. And I don't believe in mediocre. So for me, when I go in to work for an employer, I'm going to give them 100% and then some. I usually get in positions and I'm actually tasked with doing four or five positions, even though I was only hired for one, because I have a very strong legal background, HR background, contracting background. And I do negotiations and stuff for like um, collective bargaining agreements and things of that nature and have been doing this for over 20 years now. So I figured if I'm going to put that kind of time into an employer, I need to be doing that for myself and living my own dreams. Wow. And what led you to create the magazine? And what was the purpose behind that? The reason I created the magazine, there was a need, like I said, for small businesses to be able to get out there in front of other people. And my networking, oh, it's a, I have an international reach. I have people that I um, deal with in Canada. I have some people in um, Caribbean islands, um, so Jamaica, some other places. 
and uh, Ghana as well. And so um, for me, it's getting their name out there and helping them to promote whatever they want to do, because it's all about what you want to do. So at the end of the day, I try to give you that and get you in front of people that you can actually do business with and grow your business. That's what it's all about. Awesome. Awesome. So when you hear the words transformative freedom, what does that mean to you? <laughs> transformative freedom. It's for me, it's a mind. It's like changing your mindset. It all begins with changing your mindset. If you don't change your mindset, you're not going to make it anywhere. So for me, I always say the sky is the limit. Whatever you want to do personally and professionally. Don't just focus on professionally. A lot of people tend to do well professionally, but personally, they may be crashing and burning. So I say you have to take care of the whole package, mind, body, spirit. You have to make sure you're taking care of things personally and professionally. So, and again, have an open mindset. Wow. So what would you say has been one of your biggest challenges that you have faced and what did that healing process look like? My biggest challenge. I dealt with a near death situation where I was hospitalized for a whole month. Um, all my organs shut down. The chaplain came in, actually told me that I was not going to live. I was kept alive by uh, seven lifelines that were in my neck and fed intravenously for three weeks. So um, after going through that ordeal, the um, just the healing process from that was trying to make sure I didn't fall into self-pity. Right. And in addition to that, to make sure, you know, I had to learn how to eat, walk and everything again because my body hadn't done anything on its own in so long. Praise God for your healing. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yes. So what keeps you motivated and inspired to keep going and not give up? First of all, God. And then, of course, God bringing me through that ordeal in itself. I said he did not bring me this far not to go out and serve my purpose. Mm -hmm. Not to go out and serve my purpose. So doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't do things by chance. We know right. that. <laughs> All in his plan. So true. So what advice would you give to a woman who may be listening to us or watching that feels stuck? and not sure of what next steps to take in her life. What, what one or two tips would you give her to get started in her path to healing and moving forward? The first thing would be you have to get rid of toxic people and toxic things in your life for you to be able to move forward. You have to show yourself self-care, self-love as well. And um, don't listen to what other people say. Don't let the naysayers stop you from reaching your goals or your dreams. Find your niche, pursue it with a passion, and never give up. So true, so true. And what about for the woman that would challenge that and say, I can't, I don't know how. Like, <laughs> let's go a little deeper. The reason I, I could easily tell them that because of my ordeal. Um, I was a single parent for over 14 years um, didn't think, and my children were all right, right there behind one another, only like two years apart. So at the, and I got divorced at a young age. So I tell anybody, you don't let the, any kind of obstacles. I know so many women that will say, I can't do this because of my children. I can't do this because of all the odds being against me. 
No, you can do anything you put your mindset to. You can do anything you put your mindset to. And I could, like I said, I've shared my story. I'm usually very transparent. I don't worry about what people say. I share because I want people to know. If I was able to do that, I had times where I was in a situation where I didn't know where my next meal was coming from, but I was making sure my children were fed and they were warm and they had a place to live. So at the end of the day, you know, I've gone through that. And now I am actually the CEO of my own company. I am um, two courses away from completing my coursework for my PhD. I have done numerous things. And the, base, the best thing, like I said, I usually will have a conversation with them and say, if I can do that, anybody can. And I will assist them with doing that. I love giving back. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. So let's shift gears a little bit. And so we are co-authors in a new book. So in one sentence, what's your chapter about? Ooh, let's see. I will have to say motherhood. It's about motherhood and facing the challenges when man and the judicial system snatch your child from you and they, are, they have no justification to do so. So that definitely is going to be a must read. Have you written, have you been a part of any other anthologies or is this your first? This was my first anthology, but I am now already in a second anthology. So I am in a second anthology called Boss Your Lane. And it actually is um, amazing women and men that are sharing their stories and their go nuggets to be able to uh, help the novice entrepreneur in their journey. That's awesome. Once you write the first one and you see how, you know, somewhat easy the process is, you just keep writing. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about how you balance? Cause you say you're two courses away from accomplishing, you know, your PhD. How do you balance, you know, being a mother, being an entrepreneur and schoolwork? So my, now all my children are adults. So no, I'm, I'm an empty nester. <laughs> so, and I love all my grandbabies and then I'm able to send them back home, my grandbabies and my great grandbabies. Yeah. So, uh, but to try to balance everything, I, I stay, try to stay on the schedule. I try to stay on the schedule. I carve time out for myself. Um, I carve time out for prayer. I have to put myself on a strict schedule or I will leave myself out of it. I'm always, and I'm that type of person, you have to practice what you preach. You can't go out and tell everybody, oh, you're not getting rest. And then I know I'm saying this to people and then I turn around and look and I'm like, you only got five hours of sleep. That is not, you got to get back on track. <laughs> so I start, and of course, it's just like to me, like HR too. You can plan as much as you want to, and you can schedule as much as you want to, but I, I equate it to driving a stick. I drive a stick. You got to be able to shift those gears. So there's going to be times something else is going to get in the way or you have to move things around and you have to be able to adapt and you can't let everything when it doesn't go the right way become a crisis or something that makes you crash and burn. You can't let it stress you like that. Yeah, so true. So true. So what are you currently loving and what's bringing you joy? <laughs> uh, currently loving, of course, being able to be with family and um, 
friends. Um, I'm loving that I'm in the two anthologies. That's going to be great. One, um, Confident Women Rise is going to launch in October and then Bosher Lane is launching in November. So just had a very, very busy year um, networking, meeting some wonderful sisters and brothers out there and looking to collaborating and doing some more wonderful things. So just loving life. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. What would you say is a book that you have read that has truly inspired you and motivated you? I read On Fire, which is by John O'Leary. It's about a young man. He was nine years old, was running around in the neighborhood, saw some older boys playing with the gasoline and they poured it on the ground, lit a match. And of course it followed, but they're out in the open. He goes home and decides he wants to try this. He gets a five gallon gas of um, gasoline in the garage. Mm. He's got his matches. He's, get, he's got this can in his hand. He's getting ready to light the match. Before he can even light the match, the fumes catch it, blows up completely. The gasoline goes over his body he is burnt 100% of his body. Mm. And his story is truly amazing. Truly amazing. Okay. Well, definitely have to put that on the show notes. What would you say? Okay. So self-care is something that is very important and something that I feel that every woman should be engaging in. So what does a good self-care routine look like for you? How do you recharge and re-energize? I start my day every day with prayer. And then after that, I actually get a chance to go out and do, um, I pray, I do some meditation as well. And then I also go out and I do a brisk two mile walk daily. So I usually do that about 6 a.m. every morning. And that just kind of rejuvenates me and gets, gets things going. And of course, health wise and mentally, yeah. it helps me keeps me on track <laughs> and that's very important so you mentioned that you also have an hr background so myself as you know i also have an hr background and you know i do a lot of you know career counseling and coaching and things like that so what would you say to someone who it's stuck in an unhealthy job and is not sure how to leave that job or wants to get promoted but it's not sure how what hr tip would you give to them I tell them to look at what they want to do. Again, like I said, you find that niche in anything you're doing, whether you're working for someone or you want to work for yourself. You got to find something that you love. And in addition to that, you have to go in and you have to invest in yourself. You got to make sure you have the credentials and the skill set. And I say, learn everything you possibly can. Don't ever say it's not my job. That was why early in my career, when I started working, I was working at a bank at one time, and then I went to the law school to work, worked for seven attorneys. I did everything I possibly could. I even got a chance to coordinate a pre-law program and then went on to be a certified arbitrator for the National Council of Better Business Bureau with the background that they gave me and basically took me out of their wings. So learn everything you possibly can because no one can take that from you. No one can take your education. No one can take your skill set. Right. Figure out what it is you love to do. If a job is making you sick, as soon as you drive on the parking lot and you get a headache, 
or you're sick, you need to find another job. Do not allow a job to take your life or put you in a position where you cannot function. It is not worth it. So you got to make sure you do that. And like I said, it's all about self-care. It's about self-love. You have to love yourself and you have to get on track. If you're trying to get in HR and you haven't been able to break into HR, do some volunteer work. Goodwill, a lot of times, Salvation Armies, uh, nonprofit organizations always need help. Go in and work for them as an HR assistant and learn from the ground up and what you need to do and get the certification, SHRM certification or HRCI certification so you have those credentials that will get you in the door if you do not have 10 years of experience, which most of the time you don't because you're trying to start out and get in the door. Because I have so many people call me and say, how do I've actually done some um, workshops for that and been on some platforms to answer those kind of questions and what to do and how do I you know, get into it because I love HR and I love people. Yeah, that's so true that a lot of people want to get into certain jobs, you know, especially something that's as specific as human resources. But a lot of jobs want at least, you know, five plus years of experience. And so people are caught, you know, like, well, how do I get the experience if no one is giving me a chance? And that's where the volunteering comes in. Mm -hmm. Like you Mm -hmm. said, nonprofit organizations are always looking for volunteers. And I'm sure if you have HR professionals like we are, we're willing to bring somebody in under our wing as well and teach them. I've actually brought two people in that did. I She had gone on her own and actually done the volunteer work for Goodwill. Yeah. And she had a master's in journalism, mm-hmm. but decided she wanted to get into HR. And so I brought her in and the team did not want me, you know, didn't want me to hire her. And I was just kind of like, no, I have this feel. She reminds me of myself. She's hungry. I said, that's the type of person I want. She will come in and learn everything about this position. And sure enough, she worked for me for a couple of years. And I'll never forget when she got ready to go. And I told her, I said, I'm not upset. I said, I'm the type of person that if I sit up and take you under my wing and train you and help you, and you're able to go out there and get a management job, I'm going to support that. Now, yeah, the selfish part of us want to say, oh, no, stay here with me because it makes my job easier. Right. Right. (laughs) But you have to let you have to let them go. And um, she I mean, we're still in touch today after all these years. And I have a few people I've done like that. So, yeah, Yeah, it's just about finding people and still again, helping them out. So aside from the two anthologies that you have coming up, what else? What other events do you have coming up? that people can, you know, connect with you and learn more about? Uh, Actually, I'm going to be in the clubhouse for the Confident Women Incubator on September the 21st. Uh, I am going to start a weekly podcast and um, I'll be doing that within the next few weeks here and they will be able to get with me on that as well. So just a lot of things in the works, like I said, promoting the magazine, um, trying to help as many small businesses as I possibly can. Been invited to go back to Tennessee, which is interesting to do some things with them as well. So um, it's just like I said, just excited. I've done some minority participation programs that were used as models for the city and the county. And so just trying to talk to those contractors and making sure that um and it's interesting because people think just because it's construction 
you cannot, you know, you may not be able to sell your goods and services, but I've had everybody from office supply people. Um, I had a woman-owned business that did drug testing. I had another one that did staffing. She ended up putting all the seats in the arena, in an arena under her company. So these are multi-million dollar construction companies sometimes that you can go in and actually get anywhere from 500000 to a million dollar um, contract. So it's definitely worth looking into. Nice, nice. So is there anything else that you would like to, you know, mention, bring up that we haven't had a chance to talk about? Oh, we could talk. You know, we could go on forever. My thing is, if you if you want to be an entrepreneur, definitely find out again what your niche is. Figure out what it is, what you want to do. Always give back. I always say pay it forward. I've had people ask me before, you know, they say, you're not going to make money if you, you're giving services away. And I said, that's not true because you'll always be blessed. I said, what you don't end up bringing in god is going to bless you for helping take care of people because that's what we're we're supposed to help one another so i would say you know don't again don't listen to what other people tell you all the time especially if they're in your ear saying oh don't try that push forward get the job done do your best always do your best no matter what job it is I don't care if it's janitorial services, if it's you're in the restaurant bussing tables or wait, it doesn't matter. Always do your best. Always give 100%. And I tell you, it will come back to you every single time. So true. So true. So as we get ready to wrap up, tell the audience where they can learn more about you and connect with you. Uh, my website is www rhughesandassociates.com. I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook at Robin Hughes 6456. And then on Instagram as uh, rhughesandassociates. My uh, email address is robin at rhughesandassociates.com. Try to keep everything right there together so <laughs> it's easier to get to. And I can be reached um, via tele um, telephone at 469-554-9366. Awesome. Awesome. And our last question as we close out that I'd like to ask all of my guests, when you hear fearless living, what does fearless living mean to you? <laughs> being unapologetically authentic and transparent, um, being able to conquer your fears head on and also being able to speak your truth in the face of adversity. I think you have to be able to do that to be fearless because you're not going to, you will think about sometimes what people have to say, but you won't allow that to make you not be who you truly are. And that's the important thing. It's okay if you listen, but the thing is you can't let them stop you from serving your purpose. Right. So true. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I hope that that conversation with Robin was helpful and insightful for you. Be sure to check the show notes so you can connect with her. And as always, you are a priority. You are fearless. You are fabulous and you matter. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. 
Don't forget to leave a comment, be sure to share and subscribe so together we can continue to change lives. I'll see you on Facebook at the Fearless Living Coach page. Until next time. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.